Michael and Heifert present This Week in Horror. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Heifert. And I'm Sickle, and we're Sickle and Heifert. We're the Unhallowed Reviewers, and... Took a break. We haven't... Took a long break. Things weren't lining up, so... No. It gave us some time to... It gave me some time to watch more horror movies, actually, so... I've kind of gotten back into it, and now I'm, like, looking for horror, and I can't find shit, and I remember, like, why I stopped watching, because every time I look on a site, I'm like, jeez, these all look so bad. Like, what <laughs> am I supposed to do? But then we did find some great ones to watch, though, like Bloody Hell and that's Nope. True. That's true. And the Black Phone. Like, we, it, it, there's been some good stuff that's coming what out. I, I, like, I, have a, I have my, like, list running right now of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically the ones you just listed. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's hop into some new stuff So I don't know what this big long text block is You're going to have to read that one But I'm more excited about this VHS 99 announcement So last year around Halloween times I believe it was like right when we went to, to Telluride They did VHS 98 Right? Um, yeah, uh, is that right? Is that what it was called? VH89, VHS 89 or something? It was a 90s one Was it a 90s one? Yeah. 94, 94 94, okay and now they're doing VHS on the same time, around the same time, they're doing VHS 99 next, in a few months. And, like, I mean, if you're not, if I, I would pay for this movie to come out every year, just, I would pay for Shutter just for that. Like, you won't have to do any more movies. If you just did, if you just promised me to put a VHS out every year, it'd be like a Patreon. I would just give you $10 a month to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. If especially with the quality that ninety four was, I still I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't understand what people are looking for in their anthology movies when people have said that they they're like, oh, it's okay. I'm like what? Mm-hmm. This is so good. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just the practical effects lovers in us, and like you know, all of the monsters. It did a lot of monster stuff, but I loved it so much. It was so good. Yeah. So entertaining. Yeah, and like I've been, I've been like on TikTok a lot lately, and a lot of people who are like found footage. They never mentioned VHS, and I'm like, there's gotta be at least one VHS that you like. You know, there's not just like none. There's like there's four movies now. There's gotta be I mean, one can... that you like at least one of the things from that you suggest. Yeah, <laughs> I could be wrong, and because I'm just like I'm randomly guessing here, but like maybe they're just searching like found footage movies like for a list of found footage movies oh, and yeah. for whatever reason google's well, not processing it right they, and so it's popping up as an anthology not a found footage maybe that i get i guess you went in a different direction i thought yeah that's true oh. but <laughs> no, no no that's good because i was going to say like i thought you were saying they were going to just google the top like found footage and that's what their their thing is like because they're lazy and they don't actually care but they <laughs> it sounds like that's not what you're saying which is good but that's true maybe it doesn't pop up but uh like they have things like um, I, I'm not going to say this name right. I'm going to slaughter it, but like Gojong Haunted Asylum or Gojam or whatever that. Oh yeah. That movie yeah. freaks me out, man. There's some pretty. I've watched it twice, two or three times now, and it, it's pretty good. <laughs> like, dude, that fi- the final act of that movie is, is some of the best scares so, I've I've had in a while. That's that's the kind of payoff you want when you have like a slow kind of rolly movie that doesn't. You're like, oh, these are really gimmicky, and then you watch like the last section, and you're like, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, that was that was creepy as hell. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. 
Yeah, exactly. And and I've seen other people, like I, I've seen recently some reactions that people have had to that movie uh, that it, they actually laughed um, during some of the scenes towards the end. And it's and to me, it wasn't an insult or it wasn't like that. And they weren't insulting other people that do find it creepy. It's just funny how horror hits everybody differently, mm-hmm. how one thing somebody help, can't help but laugh at it. And it scares the crap out of somebody else, and then from you know, one perspective, vice versa I can see for the like next the movie. really up close face, like random gibberish thing, to be really funny. Like yes, that was the part. Yeah, yeah that was the part that they thought was. Funny. That's either really and I, creepy I totally to you, or it. probably doesn't phase you at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, that one's cool. But so I'm. I don't know. I mean, found footage is one of those ones where, like, I personally think a lot of found footage that I've watched that I've liked because of the nature of it and how you can do reveals and stuff like that but also it's the most overused genre so if someone's like i want to make a movie found footage is cheap let's do it you know or mockumentary so i don't know it's a gamble every time (laughs) yeah it is because but like when it's good it's so good yeah that's true that's why i think you would like dash cam well i'm gonna watch it tomorrow so you're good yeah all right (laughs) uh neil marsh let's talk about neil marsh so Neil, oh, Neil Marshall. I remember is the this. Guy. I remember the layer. The layer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So like uh, Neil Marshall, for those that don't remember, is the guy that did The Descent and Dog Soldiers. Those are the two movies that he's most well known for, as far as like positive being known for. Did you do The Descent too, as well? I uh, don't believe he did the okay. second one. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you know, the I, The Descent is one of my favorite horror movies of all time I, just, I love that movie um and so it's really cool to see even better than back. the cave <laughs> yes although i do like the cave yeah, but no, more as a guilty pleasure <laughs> yeah that movie's cheesy it's not even a guilty pleasure it. it's one of those great it's like deep rising it's like one of those great 90s yes it's like one of those great 90s monster movies that they'll never be able to make anymore yeah, they won't make those anymore. And, uh, man, what a great comparison. Actually, yeah. I would say <laughs> that's probably why I liked Underwater so much. Because it was almost, it was almost like that. It almost captured it. It you was. Know? You're right, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't quite as, as like, just free-loving mm-hmm. as, as the other of those. Or other the two Relic. Were, but... Like, that was a really cool one, too, I right? love the Relic. Yeah. Oh, man. Movies that's like such a that. classic. It was also the same time movies like The Mimic were coming out, and, like, you have a lot of the Mimic movies. and The Relic, I'm yeah. pretty sure, came out the same year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Not yeah. even close to the same movie, by the way, but they're just, like, marketed the same way. And so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're both, like, monster movies. Anyway, you know? tangent, like, tangent oh, side. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's doing a new movie called The Lair, um, and it's uh, about, like, a pilot that gets shot down over Afghanistan, and he finds shelter in a bunker uh, where there are these, like, half-human, half-alien monsters... Uh, oh, dude, from these like bio experiments or something um yeah it sounds awesome um and he's like basically he's come out and and i believe him when he says this uh but he's like i this is going back to my roots is what he was basically saying like he was and referring to the descent and dog soldiers of just being like a gruesome over the top creature feature and i was like sweet that sounds awesome because like those two movies are legit and we know that he can do it uh, so I don't. It doesn't feel as much like hype as it feels like a realistic expectation. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we know he can do this. So yeah. um, I'm pretty excited for it. And I, I think that one other thing that he was planning on, because it was like set in like a bunker, his initial plan um, was during COVID was he was like, oh, I'm just gonna get super low budget, just making this little mini thing. And then uh, I guess while production was happening, everything started to pick back up again. And so he was able to get a 
bigger budget for it. So we should get a lot of the good effects work and everything that we've come to expect from him. So I don't know. Okay. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, like that's I yeah I, that that story sounds dope. I'm really excited for it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds legit. Uh, I want to talk about one more thing that's not on our list, but um, I was informed the other day that uh, Terrifier Two is going exclusive to a new, ho- not a new new, but like a newer stream, a horror streaming service. Did you hear about that one? Uh, no. So. As far as I understand it, um, Terrifier 2, for a while at least, is exclusively airing during Halloween when it's released on something called Screenbox, which is, uh, like, a streaming service, a new new horror streaming service. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I wasn't very happy when I heard it the first time, because I was like, oh man, like, what the heck, I want to, like watch this movie but I don't want to pay for a new streaming service that it's going to have a lot of the same chaff that I have to get through with Shudder when I'm looking for movies I actually want to watch like old horror or horror I don't really care about so I like went to Screenbox to see what kind of stuff they have and eh, it's like it's okay like nothing the only thing that I've seen that might be interesting if you haven't seen it is Brain Freeze which was a movie uh, that we saw at oh, yes. one of the festivals tell you right, a year right? or two ago yeah. it wasn't Tell You Right I think it was uh, fin- one oh, of the ones we're covering online. Mile High? Yeah. yeah. Maybe Mile High. Yeah, Babysitter Must Die, which is an alright movie. Um, I don't know. A lot of older ones, like, like ones that looked super cheesy, like Cannibal Ferox and some ones that I'm probably offending people by not mentioning as other than cheesy, but I don't know. It doesn't seem really up my alley, and, like, we're talking about like uh, well it looks like it might be free if you don't want the premium membership so I don't I don't know I don't know how I feel about <laughs> these like these things because uh, Terrifier 2 if you would have just put it out I would have just bought it like I would have just bought it yeah. you wouldn't have had to convince me to pay money I would have just bought it from you I feel like that's the new thing right now um, that we're dealing with and, and I feel like I'm hoping that it'll slow down um, but I, the new thing I feel like is like cre- is that you have to have if each streaming service needs to generate proprietary content, whether that means creating it or buying it out, buying the property. And I guess it's not a else. new thing. It's just one of it's, those it's, things. They probably make it really lucrative for the people involved. I guess. Well, I guess the I guess the part that's new, or that at least feels new to me, is that we're getting so many upstart streaming services and this is the way that they get people to subscribe is that they grab like one big big name ticket which in the horror community terrifier 2 would be a big name ticket yeah and then they and it's like well now you have to buy our thing if you want to watch it and like i feel like um like Peacock was doing that initially to get a bunch of subscriptions. I mean, hell, Disney did it too. Disney Plus, like, they're yep. like, oh, you want to watch Mandalorian? Because you're not going to watch it anywhere else. Yep. <laughs> you're like, okay. And then, yeah, and, and <laughs> Apple Simpsons? TV. Yeah. I, and the I, one I that failed like... that I was sad about was the PlayStation TV one because they had a show called Powers, and I thought Powers oh, was like, yeah, the Powers that. comics were better than the boys, but the show didn't really do it that well. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, but I do, uh, if, uh, like, I, I don't like it because it feels like a cheap ploy to me mm-hmm. to get attention and like you said like it sucks that like I want to give money to the filmmakers 
I want to give money to them. And, like, even though they're getting paid from the streaming services, it's like, it's not that I'm not willing to pay for it. It's just that I don't want to have to pay you to give me crappy content just so I can watch this one thing that I'm I mean, in all things considered, paying for the one month of the streaming service probably isn't as bad as what it would It's the equivalent. It probably is the equivalent. Yeah. I don't know. But it's the the principle of it. It's the principle of it, though. Like, because I don't want to have to keep doing it for 85 streaming services as people keep trying to get in the door. Like, I don't want you to just sell me by getting my movie, getting the movie I want. I want you to tell me why your streaming service is worth me spending money on. And, like, yes, do yeah. something, I don't know, like, Which it, you, like that's why I think Voodoo is kind of, or is it Tubi? Tubi was kind of fun, because it's, like, free. Maybe Screenbox yes. is free, I don't know. Yeah, but it that's, weird yeah, Tubi, stuff yeah, on it, like, like yeah. really interesting stuff that I was like, oh, I want to watch that. I haven't seen that in, like, forever, like, and weird yeah, movies, like, Tubi. Ticks, like, I had never seen that yeah, before, yeah, and I found that, that on there. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, that was my thought but, initially when I heard that, I was like, ah, okay. I, I did want to say, like, just from that topic, like, I do like the way that, in general, well, I guess Apple TV did do that too, but, like, in general, Apple TV is more on the side of, like, it, we're generating our own content. Like, I feel like if you're creating your own content, you have the right to make it proprietary if you want to. Like, yeah. do it if, like, do that if you want to, and Apple TV is primarily in that industry. And I feel like they did take advantage of that Tom Hanks movie, um... But, uh, where, uh, where he's like the ship commander or something, it was supposed to go into theaters and they ended up not putting it into theaters. Like the, um, I am your captain now one. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was one that was like set during a war or something. And he was some kind of, uh, like captain of like a battleship that was like protecting a convoy. Uh, and that like, there were like Nazi submarines that were attacking him. Jesus. like attacking the convoy and he okay. had to like protect him from anyway sorry but the, like it's it just like it was supposed to go into theaters so he bought the, so like apple bought the property and was like hey since everybody's out of theaters because of covid go ahead and buy this or, or go ahead and buy our service and you can watch it on here and it was it like so it felt a little bit different because i don't think they've done it since i think they just did it with that one movie uh but for in general they just produce their own content and I appreciate that. And I feel like Shudder's got, has put in the work to make their own original content. And then they buy the properties that they think that people enjoy it. And it feels to me, I don't know what the way, maybe it's just an unfair perspective on everybody else. But when Shudder does it, it feels like they're curating to me. Yeah, that's true. Like they're like, we're finding these movies that we know people will want to watch. So we're curating and putting them on our channel so that people know that what, what they can expect from the movies that we're getting. Yeah, and I'm and not for like the huge it doesn't feel like a entry of being like, oh man, how do we become a new streaming service that's unique? And we have these things we want to do, but we can't do them until we enter the industry. Like, I just don't know that I care if you're bringing Terrifier 2 to your streaming service. Like, I feel like I want more than one movie. Anyway, it, I didn't want to go on a tangent on that. I just wanted to bring it up because I was like, you know, if you didn't know, you now you know, and you can watch it on Screenbox, but presumably nowhere else, so... You're welcome, community. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some trailers for the last half. So we got a lot it, since you know, considering it's been a while since we've recorded or put out a podcast. Uh, there's a lot of trailers that we've either seen come into fruition and took off of here, or are new enough that we're able to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we'll go through these pretty qu- relatively quickly because yeah. I don't have a strong opinion on a lot of these. <laughs> I have some. I, yeah, I think I think we'll keep talking. Them. The Invitation is the first one. 
this one Sickle put on there, and I was kind of iffy at first, but I don't know, it kind of looks like a supernatural version of Ready or Not, is kind of what I was, like, inclined to say. Aside yeah. like the Magic the Gathering references I made while watching it, like, it almost yeah. looks like a supernatural version of Ready or Not, and it looks fun. Like, I like the I main the lead actress in it, and I'm interested to see what they do. Like... Yeah. I think it could be really cool. And, and every, you know, there's all these, like, vampire movies I watch and I forget about, but you go back and look at them and you're like, um, Let the Wrong One In was pretty funny. They had, um, not a vampire, but Howl was a pretty good, like, werewolf movie that just came out and everyone kind of slept on it. The other one was, um, that movie where they go to that, like, house in the countryside and there's, like, that vampire meeting happening and... Oh, yes, dang it. What was called. it? Eat Local. Eat Local. Eat Local. Yeah, Eat Local. That movie was pretty good, actually. I thought it was pretty good. Like, didn't make my top ten, but it wasn't that bad. And so, I'm hoping it's kind of like one of those vampire movies that comes out and you're like, that was, that was a sleeper. That was pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's generally not my, uh, it's not my flavor of vampire. Like, the Victorian, like, uh, I don't know what you want to call that. The sexy. Interview with yeah. the vampire vampire. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's uh, not that? generally Anne, my favorite. Anne Rice vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I'm more of a feral vampire guy, which makes sense because you know we're a monster movie people. But I, uh, but like that, that doesn't mean that it wouldn't be good, and it's got some potential um, to like be something that would be interesting. I think the premise is kind of either been so done so much they stopped doing it, and now it seems new to me or relatively novel. Uh, so I'm interested because it's like, oh, this is kind of a new take on something. It's, I don't know, it just seemed different. Yeah. So, the next trailer is called The Haunting of the Tower of London. And this is kind of, this movie kind of plays as if it's a trailer of like a really cheesy B-movie. And then like they got fucking like John Carpenter's team to do the special effects or something. Like... It's like they spent all their money on the special effects, and they're like, you know what? This is set in, like, old-timey London, so we don't have to care too much about, like, much of the other stuff. So we'll just film it at the old castle and have some people who work there do the acting. And But also we're going to make some of the coolest, like, monster, like, practical effects that you've seen in the movie in, like, the last two years. Like a little <laughs> crazy it's... demon baby thing, and you're like, what is that? So I was telling and Sickle, then the I got like, a, is... yeah, like, yeah, the next, go ahead, the next scene is. <laughs> yeah, like some, like, a crappy Shakespearean It's like, thou not shalt have here, and you're like, <laughs> okay, go back to the, like, creepy baby thing. <laughs> so I was getting, like, uh, apprehension, like, excitement whiplash. I still think I'm going to watch it, I guess, is the long and dirty. Because the only other movie I felt this way about was the remake of Castle Freak. Yes. Where I was like, what is this? Because it wasn't the same in terms of, like, it was Victorian with practical effects. It was, like, crazy B-movie, even C-movie crap Amazon acting. But then it has this kind of crazy, dark, twisted, messed up Lovecraft aspect to it. And you're like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like, there's a crazy, like, reverse rape scene in it. And you're like, that wasn't, that was, like, unique, at least. There was something new and unique about it. And it was, if I recall correctly, it was pretty, pretty creepy. Like, it was messed up a little bit. Because there was, like, some yeah. weird stuff happening. I don't remember it, but... No, it had some fun stuff in it. it yeah. Like, and some practical effects. And, like, I remember the final act being some 
crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, like that wasn't like, in the original cast for Castle Freak. Like they they took nope. it to the next level because it's based on that that Lovecraft story. They're like, let's lean in. Yeah, yeah, and then they did. Yeah. <laughs> all the way. So. I, that's kind of what it feels like to me, is, like, they could do a really good job with it, even though if the acting's pretty bad, it could still have, like, a bunch of really cool stuff to make up for it. I don't think it's going to be, like, movie of the year, but if the effects are good, they could probably be in the running for just that. Yeah. So, we'll see. I know you have a lot higher bar when it comes to, like, effects, and, or, like, how much you can ignore things when there's practical effects, like... For me, it's like, oh man, they did that scene for real, even though the acting was crappy. I think it's good. <laughs> you care, tend to care more <laughs> yeah. about the other aesthetic stuff. So. <laughs> it needs to be really good and prevalent throughout for mm-hmm. it to compensate for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, the next one is Allegoria. What are your thoughts on Allegoria before I go in? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll go it's, in then. <laughs> It, uh, like, I, I just, like, this is kind of, like, most of the, or a good chunk of the trailers on this list where I'm just, like, I don't know how to feel about it. Um, it kind of goes back and forth on quality, and I can't really tell where it's going. And this one, it felt kind of the same way. Like, I'm I'm getting some practical effects stuff in there, and uh, it, it seems interesting, but then it also seems really pretentious at times and crazy low budget, so... You, I don't know what we're going to get. To me, it kind of came off as, like, I think a, a, a darker, more messed up version of Velvet Buzzsaw. Like, one that's obviously not as highly produced, but it could be, like, more of, like, a mind F. But also, I'm worried it might just be that. Where it's not actually real stuff happening, it's just people, like, hallucinating or doing drugs or something. Because it's the art scene, so... I feel like this is even more of a gamble than the things we talked about earlier with, like, found footage. Like, art horror can sometimes be Daniel isn't real, or sometimes it can be, like, just <laughs> shitty. Yeah. And I don't think Velvet Buzzsaw is that bad, but I would say Velvet Buzzsaw is the other end, where, like, it was more of, like, an allegory for things in the art community and less, like, a thing. Like, a, there was a story there about some haunted paint or something, I think, but it really wasn't that <laughs> Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I think was, that's what it was. It was, it was underwhelming. Yeah. yeah, it was underwhelming at the end of the day. So, and it you, it looked like it was going to be more, but yeah, you're right. It yeah. just ended up being a, a metaphor for the art scene. A metaphor. That's Very so cool. cool. All right, the summoned is the next trailer we have. Uh, I don't even remember what this is about, honestly. This one was one the where the guy shows up at the camp where it's supposed oh, to like, help with yeah. their like some kind of therapy camp there's like oh yeah this reminded me of like bloodthirsty with i don't know it just really did it was like they go to it's not i wouldn't say camp because there's actually one with a camp later it's more of like a retreat and we're talking like you go to really fancy uh condo in the mountains retreat not like you go to like crystal lake right it's, yeah it's like a really fancy like expensive <laughs> retreat and it just looks like there's basically a, from the trailer you can pretty much tell like there's a, the demon there's like some type of demon or creature that summoned him there to to fuck with him I guess <laughs> I don't know like yeah let's get to the, let's get to the good one yeah let's get to this good stuff this is one that if you saw nope you probably saw a trailer for in front of it it's barbarian no way no re- understanding of why it's called that but 
Because when I when we talk about, or you see, if you've seen the trailer, or when we talk about what it's about, you're gonna be like, "What the heck does that have to do with the barbarian?" Uh, it's just a lady who is ends up at a house that she thought she was supposed to be at to like be basically VRBO, uh, vacation rental, but someone else is already there, and she they, they he invites her in to stay, even though there's like misunderstanding, and then. Shit gets weird. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to describe it without, like, <laughs> yeah. kind of, yeah. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if you're okay with trailer spoilers, like, she ends up, like, finding this secret door in the basement, and then it's just a ton of clips, like, really sharp, sharp cuts between, like, all of these different scenes, and you're like, I have no idea what's happening, but I'm really intrigued. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that made... I think I think we're both on the same page with this, but like the only thing that made me a little bit wary is that the final shot is this like white picket fence, nineteen fifties idyllic American dream home shot, and it gave me Vivarium vibes. And See that five if times this fast. is if <laughs> and if this is another one of those like the horror is a nuclear family i'm gonna be like okay all right this this is just that was my favorite part about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's just something that isn't it's not because like we can't you know if you want to have that conversation you can have it it's just something that isn't scary to me so i'm not going to be like it's just going to be a waste of time for me from a horror movie perspective yeah But it looks really good. Like, right now, I'm very excited for it, though. I think it looks amazing. Yeah, I think it, it, looks, very like, it looks pretty cool. I'm interested to see it, yeah. The yeah. next one we have, I guess we can move on to you. I mean, that we're both kind of interested in. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to say about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're good, yeah. Um, the next one is Smile. I Honestly, I used, I've watched the trailer. I forgot about it. I saw part of the trailer again and remembered that I had forgotten about it, and I can't remember what it's about now. It's like a cursed smile, basically. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, I've I, I used to have this term for movies like this, and I would call it mainstream horror. And I feel like that term it, I'm not using the right word because I think there are a lot of good movies that are mainstream horror movies. So I need to come up with a new term for what I'm talking about. But like. It, it, it feels like one of those just, like, cookie-cutter Hollywood, horror, like, horror movies that's just, like, person gets cursed. Person tries to uncover mystery behind curse for the next cursed. hour. And yeah. big, scary it's like climax a, at the end. It's like a ring knockoff or yes, something yeah, like that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because I was going to say try-hard exactly horror, like but I feel like, like it follows as try-hard horror. It's what I'm calling uh, yeah. art house now. That art, art house is too art housey, like. Yeah, because yeah, like, this is like the opposite of art house. It's just like it's we like, know that people change, will go and see this. You, it's like a it's like a Mad Lib movie. That's a good way to say it. Like a Mad Lib horror, where you yes. just kind of put different things in, and it's like, oh, this <laughs> person actually 100%. has a haunted bag of chips, and they <laughs> yeah. have to get five people to eat out of it. Yes. And then they figure out halfway through that it doesn't matter if they get five people to eat out of it, it's still going to kill them. And you're like... 100%. Like the Bye Bye Man or any of these other movies that... Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. You just... You remove the... T- like, you just remove whatever the new entity thing is. Like, you, or you remove the old one and then you just plug in a new entity and then it's just 
literally the same thing with just a new but just with like a new cast of like yeah because it's like the bye bye man the slender man movie there was that wish movie with the chinese wish box yep there's like yeah this one it's like every year one or two or three of these movies come out and they're they're like knockoff horror like knockoff yeah knockoff horror i guess is what i say like that's a good way to put it yeah cookie mad lib horror knockoff horror (laughs) yeah Um, I really like the Mad Lib one. That's yeah, good. Mad Lib. There's a, there's a dude on TikTok who does, like, ne- making the next Fast and the Furious movie, and it's, like, done with Mad Libs, because that's basically <laughs> how you make a lot of these movies. Um, yeah. But I still love Fast and Furious, but I understand that. Hey, it's it, self-aware. Yeah, it's... That's all that matters yeah, at this sure. point. Uh, it's pretty self-aware. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, so the next one we have <laughs> is He's Watching. Uh, this movie is kind of like a... It's like a reverse visit. Like, it's like the visit in reverse, where, <laughs> where they think they're home alone, them. but they're not home alone, instead of being with people that they didn't know were crazy. <laughs> but it looks better <laughs> than the visit. Even though I like the visit, I think this looks more interesting right now to me. Looks a little more scary, not less, like, just kind of creepy awkward. It's, like, actually looks scary. Yeah, I've, I feel like it's been a while since I've seen a good... Um... Or, like, a good string, I guess, of creative and effective found footage movies. and But just very recently, I've seen a couple of really good ones. So um, maybe it's getting kind of a good resurgence um, uh, just with, like, the whole COVID thing and uh, helping with, like, low budgets and small sets mm-hmm. uh, and small casts. Um, so, I don't know. I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah. And then finally, I think this will probably be where we end today, but finally the last trailer we have is from a movie called They Them. I have no idea what this movie's about, but the, the mask at the end series. looks cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I it takes it place at a, it's on Peacock, so it's closer to Peacock, and it takes place on a camp, at a camp. So like, the, like not the Peacock thing, but the camp thing has me interested because I really liked um, uh, the most recent, um, oh, what is it? Uh, hold on a second. I need to. I need the, to do this. The most it's recent. It's the Fear Street. No, 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 not that. Oh. It was the most recent supermassive game. It was called, um, like, oh man, uh, the Quarry. It reminds me of the Quarry because oh, okay. that takes place at a camp too. And I feel like if we're not doing like slashers, I like sleepaway camps or or like Jason. Camps can also be a really good thing for like monster horror. This doesn't necessarily look like that because you know. You Might Be the Killer was another camp one I thought was really good. But I don't know, they just have a, like a good stigma. Like a stigma that's good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and uh, I think the part that, <laughs> on a very simple level of sentiment, I just really like Kevin Bacon, especially lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so him being in it as what appears to be some kind of like mysterious, ominous counselor, head person of the camp, is exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll end it there, but I will say if you haven't seen Bloody Hell on Shutter yet, go watch it. It's oh yes, very good, yep. very very good. It's um, so much fun. Yes, it's the most entertaining horror movie I think you'll probably watch in that... a while. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and, go and watch to, it. Just it's good. just just turn it off now. Uh, or turn off the the podcast now before I spoil something for you. If you don't want a spoiler for that movie, don't even That's say just it. Kind Let's of just my talk way. about it next time. Okay, alright, sounds all right. good. Alright, bye everyone, thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, let us know what you think about the trailers, and we'll see you next time. See ya.